Hey everybody, this is Matthew Soltisiak and you're listening to Not The Same Old Lions Podcast. Using my sports casting background, I speak with a variety of guests and interview key players to gain more insight on what makes this team go. As the Detroit Lions enter a new gritty era, we'll look beyond just the kneecaps when it comes to the analysis. Welcome to another episode. In this episode, we're taking an instant reaction at the first round of the NFL draft as far as it concerns the Detroit Lions. The draft wrapped up just a short time ago, and there's some surprises in this one. Now, with Bryce Young going number one, that's about the only thing that everybody knew was going to happen that actually happened. And despite all that uncertainty around the number two pick, C.J. Stroud held steady. He went number two. Now, the first big surprise of the evening was Houston not taking C.J. Stroud. Well, maybe that was, but it was them trading back up from 12 to number three with Arizona. It was there that they took Will Anderson Jr., the defensive player from Alabama, likely the player that most Detroit Lions fans were hoping would fall. But we knew that was a long, 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 long shot. Now, Indianapolis took a quarterback. Now, they went Richardson, Anthony Richardson. They took him at four. Some people thought it was going to be Will Levis, but it was Richardson. And then many thought it was going to be Jalen Carter to Seattle when they were on the clock. But they surprised everybody, and they took Devin Witherspoon, the defensive back from Illinois, and I think this was a game-changer for us. There were a number of Lions fans who I think really wanted us to take Jalen Carter at number six, and they were quite excited that he was still there. Tyree Wilson, he was still there too. Now, these were two players that I personally had concerns with. So when it came time for the Lions to pick, well, they traded the pick to Arizona for the number 12 pick and their 34th pick, plus their fifth round pick. And in return, we gave them our third round pick. Okay, I absolutely love that we traded back. And this actually was one of the things I was hoping for the most. Now, we get the third pick on day two because of this. That is huge. Now, why did we trade back? Why didn't we just take Jalen Carter right there? Arguably the most talented defensive player in the draft who meets a need that we have to fill. Well, I honestly think Will Anderson and Devin Witherspoon were the two guys that fit our mold as a team, as a culture, as a work ethic. And I think once they were both gone, I think that's when the tables turned. I also think that any Lions fan who is bummed out that we didn't take Jalen Carter at number six needs to remember that Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, they both personally interviewed him. Now, if they found a reason to pass, I'm good with that. In homes we trust. That's what a lot of people have been saying, right? They're doing a lot of major trusting. And that trust was put to the test just six picks later at number 12. So there we were, waiting at number 12. And I was okay with us taking Bijan at 12. But I wasn't sure if the Lions would actually do that. That would be pretty bold, right? Because Bijan was supposed to be at pick 18 or something like that. Or maybe pick 20. Maybe pick 15. I went out saying, I don't think he lasts to 18. Earlier in the week, I said that losing wide receivers to the gambling suspension could affect the Lions and have them grab a playmaker. Now, not necessarily a wide receiver a little bit earlier, but a playmaker at a different position. And it did actually happen. Just not exactly what and how we thought would happen. So B. John Robinson was supposed to go much later, you know, maybe around 10, 12, 15. He went to Atlanta at number eight. Following him, Jalen Carter and a couple offensive tackles come. 
And then came the shocking move, right? Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama to the Detroit Lions at number 12. Now, Gibbs has widely been considered the number two running back in the draft. He has breakaway speed. He's one of the fastest RBs with a 40 time. I believe it was a a 4.36. That's fast. Now, that said, regardless of his ability to catch, ability to run fast, his ability to run well, many thought this was way too early to take Gibbs. I kind of felt that way too, you know, but trusting in Holmes until proven wrong because, well, you know, this also backs up something else I wanted. I really, really wanted the Lions to take a running back in the first three rounds. And I said, maybe even one in the first. And they did that. And they picked up another draft pick in the process. Now, it didn't go exactly the way I thought it would, but it kind of did. Now, Gibbs instantly pairs with Montgomery in our backfield. That pushes DeAndre Swift currently to the number three spot on the depth chart. But we'll get to that in a minute. Jameer Young, though, is more than just a running back. The dude can catch, too. And I really believe you're going to see some very creative stuff with him on the offense. Now, I was surprised with this pick. I thought we might be going to get Christian Gonzalez at this point. He was still on the board. He ends up dropping another five picks, and we'll get to that in a moment. Our offense, though, instantly gets an improvement for this season right away. And I heard Brad Holmes talk about round one. He gushed about Gibbs. He talked about how great he was. And they wondered if they could still get him at 18. I mean, as I'm watching the draft with my friends, I'm sitting there same thing, saying, man, could we have gotten Christian Gonzalez and at 12 and then Jameer Gibbs at 18? But after the Lions did make that pick, Brad Holmes said he got text messages coming in and they all were saying that Gibbs would have been gone before the Lions were back on the clock again. He would not have made it to 18. And did you see the way that the Lions War Room celebrated that pick? That was like some of their celebrations last year and the year before. That tells you how much they really wanted this player. So I know there's that positional value, right? Taking a running back, how good of a running back. This isn't the generational talent, B. John Robinson. But general manager Brad Holmes says, you got to throw that positional value stuff out the window. He's talking about Gibbs. He said Gibbs can do running back work and run, but he can catch the ball too. You could line him up at the slot. You know, we took a wide receiver at number 12 last year, and there, there wasn't a lot of negativity towards that. I get it, wide receiver, running backs, different positions. But Gibbs brings speed and versatility to our offense. Now, again, I, I wasn't doing cartwheels when the Lions made that pick. But I think, I think this is good for our team in the fact that we have a player, a talented player with major upside, and I think he's going to contribute right away. Now, also, based on the way Holmes was talking, I would not be shocked if DeAndre Swift is traded by Saturday. Personally, I would be fine keeping Swift, having the extra depth, but I think he's going to get traded at this point. And it could make sense for a lot of reasons, right? You clear some salary cap space, you pick up an extra draft pick. I think it's probably what's going to happen. All right, so let's fast forward six picks to 18. Christian Gonzalez goes right at pick 17. So we don't get Christian Gonzalez as an option even. He's not there. So the Lions took Jack Campbell, outside linebacker from Iowa. Another head scratcher for many, maybe even a bigger head scratcher for many, self-included. As he was projected to be a second round pick. Again, you've got to be careful about these projections is what Brad Holmes told us about. But after the first round, Holmes spoke about Campbell and said 
He was the highest rated player on the Detroit Lions board at this point, and it wasn't even close. Now, taking the top player available is a pretty good practice, something we've talked about. Still, it was surprising, especially if you consider the position value, right? How many linebackers go early in the NFL draft? But think about this for a minute, right? The Lions have played a ton of nickel defense. And we've wondered if that's out of necessity because of personnel or out of preference. Well, we just drafted someone who might be a better linebacker than any linebacker on our roster. Obviously, there's a learning curve. But imagine that, an upgrade at that level for a moment. Campbell can cover well, too, for a linebacker. And I hear he is a football guy that meets all the needs or the mold of Dan Campbell's desires as well. Now, again, general manager Brad Holmes did say there were some talented players the Lions were interested in, but they were taken off the board before Detroit was on the clock. With Campbell, the Lions also addressed a position of need. So leaving the first round, the Lions selected two players who could both be starters day one. Oh, and they turned their third round pick into the third pick of day two and another fifth round pick. That isn't too bad of work. Now, if we can get a fourth round pick or something like that for Swift, I'm not really sure what his market value is, but we might get something that could just be adding one more thing. Also, I know a lot of people are saying these guys are fine, but you could have gotten them later. Well, again, it appears Gibbs was going to go in the next five picks or so. So, no, he wouldn't have been available there. And no other running backs went in the first round. So that also tells you the value difference or the talent difference perceived in the NFL between the second and the third running back coming out in this year's draft. And as far as Jack Campbell goes, well, there's a good chance, but Holmes said they didn't want to get cute as far as trying to trade back a handful of picks. And plus, it was pointed out, that general managers know a little bit more than some of the people doing the mocks. Now, he didn't say more than Mel Kuyper, but Mel Kuyper, one of the, the draft gurus, right? As much time as he puts into it, and a lot of the other people do, general manager Brad Holmes says the amount of time the general managers and the teams put in is astronomical. And so it's even more. And wasn't ESPN projecting Will Levis to go like in the top 10? And he didn't even go in the first round. And even though we get caught up in some of the hype and the excitement and there's certain players that we start attaching ourselves to, we don't ultimately know how it's going to go in the end. And you don't know what another team's draft board looks like compared to your team. That's another thing that General Manager Holmes pointed out. I mean, I really was head over heels for the idea of getting B. John Robinson. And they asked Brad Holmes about B. John Robinson and about Jameer Gibbs. And he said, you know, they're different players. They're both great players. They're both going to be fantastic in this league. And that they both fit different molds. And he said, Jameer Gibbs fits what the Lions need. Now, I'm going to withhold final judgment until we see results on the field. I mean, proof is in the pudding. Isn't that what they say? You know, you don't win games by getting good scores from draft analysts. Now, does it make us feel better if we do? Yeah, sure it does. But go back and watch all the times that analysts have gushed over our picks that didn't work out. It happens. So now, as we head to the second round... There are two players I want you to keep an eye on. A couple of guys I really like. I like guard Osiris Torrance from Florida and tight end Darnell Washington from Georgia. If we stay at the pick number 34, I think these are a couple possible targets for us. 
I think both of them bring a great talent to a position that has potential for upgrading, if not just for this year, for the longer term. Now, defensive back Joey Porter Jr. has fallen quite a bit. He was projected in the first round. He did not go. Many considered him the third or fourth best defensive back off the board. Four defensive backs have gone. Joey Porter Jr. is still there. I'm not sure if the Lions consider him a value there and think we should grab him there. Or maybe their plans to go defensive back a little bit later. There are a number of guys that they could get in the end of the second round or even later than that. They could get a top guard, if not the top guard, or they could get a top tight end with that pick 34. So you have to consider, is there a bigger talent drop off by going a different direction? So what do you think? Could these two picks work out for the Lions? Is your optimism dimmed? Have you dumped over the pitcher of Kool-Aid and you're just bummed out? What are you hoping to see on day two? We have three picks in the second round. What would help round things out for us? What would help complete things for us? Folks, let me know. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please subscribe to Not The Same Old Lions podcast to get alerts about new episodes. Also, follow the show on Twitter at Matt Soltisiak. You can also check it out on YouTube. And until next time, stay gritty, my friends. (laughs) 